And we're back, 80s, 90s, 2000s podcast. I'm your host, Matt Corbin, as usual, with the fellas. Got Jamal, we got Lee Boy, but today we also have very special guests from the official 90 Baby podcast. We have Quay on with us. Fellas, lady, how y'all doing today? Not lady. Yo, <laughs> Yo what's good, though? What's happening, man? What's good with hey, everybody? Lady. Hey man, we good man. It's gonna be a good week. You know what I'm saying? Them cheese gonna. T- hey, wait, don't do no Super Bowl picks. We got that coming up <laughs> later in the show. But yeah, it's about to go down. Happy to have you, Quay. It's been a while. I know, right? How you been? Oh man, you know, just cooling out. You know what I'm saying? You know, a couple things might have irritated me this week, but uh, but we got to check in with the team first. What's up with you though, Jamar? Man, you know, living the life, man. Black, you know. <laughs> you change that up. Hey, ain't nothing I can do about that. Happy to be here with y'all fellas every week, as always, man. I'll never underappreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for rocking out with me every day. How's everything with y'all? I'm on the same type of time. Like Lee Boy said, though, hoping the Chiefs will get into that later. But um, yeah, that's that's everything around where I'm at right now. It's Super Bowl City, so. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Everybody yes. ready for the ball. Well, yes, sir. I mean, since everybody doing good, let me tell you about something that irritates me right quick. It's gonna be real quick. Then we gonna we got a special announcement today. <laughs> hey, but you know what I'm saying? This week I seen some crazy go down on these damn streams. Now, this might sound like an old nigga alert, it might sound like an old bitter hater, but I seen goddamn Cardi, Playboy Cardi, come make six mil or two million dollars in six minutes. With a thong on and a mask in, in in the in the dark in the shadows, brother, 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 brother. Wait, first off, this is way better investments you could have with that two mil. I heard you didn't get the whole two mil, but still, you offering a man two mil to come on and whisper. This shit look crazy, and and then I thought I was like missing something. I'm like thinking Cardi got to have a new hit, new single. He been killing the charts. I went on, it's still Magnolia, the number one song he got out on Apple Music. I'm like, man, he still he didn't even make up the Millie Rock. You didn't even start the Millie Rock, bro. You didn't bit the whole swag. And talking about Millie Rock and that little dumbass voice. Man, go do something better with two million. Pass it on to the 80s, 90s, 2000 vibes podcast. That's the only thing that irritated me this week. I mean, there's always some other things, but that was the main thing that caught my attention. What's up with y'all, though, man? Quay, I heard you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I mean, mine was like. Just to piggyback over what you was talking about, uh, Sukiyana said, Iggy, did you see your baby daddy? That's what I'm on. <laughs> but um, yeah, a couple things actually irritated me today, but one particular thing really got under my skin. Um, unfortunately, guys, the 90s, the not, official 90s baby podcast is about to be revamped, rebranded, all that good stuff. Unfortunately, I lost my co-host. I thought we were friends outside of this, but I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, so, you know, I'm just reflecting. I'm trying to figure out my next move and if I really want to do this by myself or if I want to find a co-host. You know, it's a lot of things on my mind, so I'm just trying to figure out what's the next move for me. Uh, let me, let me, let me chime in on that. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, let let me chime in, bro, because Quay nice, Quay being sweet, and I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna handle him like I handle Triboro, because Triboro is a straight bitch. (laughs) <laughs> but I like Kevin. Kevin, I like you, bro. And the fact that you quit, okay, whatever, fine. You know what I'm saying? It's the way you did it, bro. With, 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 like, like straight up, that was wax. 
Like, and like, with all due respect, bro, I, I I really like you, Kevin. I don't know you well. I don't know you at all, actually. But you seem like a cool guy. And the way – and I thought you had enough respect for Quay and me to get, shoot, shoot, shoot a nigga a call, text or something, bro. Like, you text Quay first and call – I expect you to call text Quay first, right? Because that's your co-host. Okay, I'm not sweating it. I ain't getting nothing. And the only reason why I find out is because Quay texts me. That's sucker shit, bro. That's cowardly. That's not a way. That's unprofessional. I know that word get thrown around a lot, but that's unprofessional. Because if I would have handled you like that, I would have been the biggest piece of shit on the planet. So, Kevin, man. That's the way true. you handled it. And yeah, I, the way you handled it I, was poor. Yeah, I Not agree. Good. It was definitely poor. And I just wish it was done. Like, I wish we could have had a conversation about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just feel like you broke up with me and like I was some type of hoe or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you break up with <laughs> yeah. your one night stand? Like, hey, I want to hear from you again. Like, that's yeah. that's the type of vibes I was getting it from. And I thought outside of this, we were supposed to be friends as well. So what are we at this point? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And I understand yeah. you got a lot in your personal life. So this may be not, for you, I get that. It, it's it's for the 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 strong hearted people. It's for the people that's willing to be dedicated to this shit. This shit is not easy. It's not glitter and gold. So if this wasn't for you, you could have told me in a better way. You could have told me, you know, before this, before we even entered the new year, shit was getting rocky. Like you could have right. been told this. You could have been had these conversations, but you didn't even give me the opportunity to do that. So it yeah, is what it man. is. Yeah. Bruh, and some people, like you said, some people just not built for this shit. I don't think he built for it mentally. I I, I like him as a talent. I think he has a, a strong podcast and a voice. Uh, I don't think mentally he built for the grind, though. I think Charboro <laughs> is just not <laughs> built for it. Charboro, I'm going to take a shot at your bitch ass forever, son. So you I'm might as well be ready for it, bro. We're going to be 80. I'm going to still be on your ass, my nigga, straight up. Charboro has the knowledge. He just don't have the ability to get better. If, if You know what I mean? Y'all would play basketball with a player, and like this nigga refused to work on his game, but get mad when nobody passed him the ball. Like, bro, you still can't shoot. Stop. You work on your jump. Charles Burrow is there. He 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 refused to get better quality cameras. Refused to get a ring light. Refused to clean his fucking room. Not clean his room. Come on, grown ass man who don't want to clean his fucking room. But Kevy is different. Like Kevy, I feel like Kevy was good at content creating. He just not meant, built for it mentally. Like the grind, the grind. This shit don't happen overnight, bro. Yeah, so many podcast, people didn't quit. The podcast grind is a rough grind, man, because you got to you gotta love to make content. You got to love to have these conversations, and, and it's not an right. overnight thing. You know, I've been at it for a couple years now, and, uh, you know, while I enjoy, I enjoy it. So I enjoy getting on right. here, shooting this shit with the co-host, having fun, discussing topics, and, you know, once you lose that passion, uh, you know, th then maybe you never had it. Right. Maybe yeah, right. you just yeah. thought that you was going to hop in, make a couple of doubt. Ain't no money in the beginning. Right. You got to let's go grab right. these sponsors. Maybe you thought you was going to hop in and meet a, a, you know, a great celebrity and have your stuff on world started. Nah, it don't really work like that. You got to grind your way up. So it'll happen if you keep putting in the work. Uh, and, and, you know, we actually just heard something like that from um, 
uh, Carl Weathers, right? That he wasn't the greatest actor or anything. He just was willing to put in the work. So I think it, it um, you know, lessons that we have, but man, these podcast co-hosts are just for the birds, right? They just going to win. Yeah, and it's like it's not yeah. like niggas Wendy Williams or uh Star in the Morning or Charlemagne, man. Like, relax, bro. Like, yeah, I'm I'm, but, I'm not emotionally yeah, y'all, y'all, I hated that happen because y'all was a good duo, but I emotionally, I'm not sad that he left. I just, I'm like, my nigga, you could have loved better than that because, again, man, you know what, bro? And it's going to sound like me being a jerk, y'all. I'm done trying to turn normal people into superstars. I'm done, bro. Straight up. If a nigga, I can't make a nigga who averaged five points a game throughout his career, I can't turn him into a 30 point scorer. I can't. True. It just gotta be. It, he gotta put in the work to put the ball in the bucket. I can drop the, the best dime all I want. I can't make him make the shot. I'm done with that. So, man, the the, the shit that I have dealt with from the starts of this brand, from people who hadn't accomplished a fucking thing, half-ass built YouTube channels. But that's my fault. Expecting people who don't like they're not consistent with their own YouTube channel. How the fuck you gonna expect them to be consistent over here? But that was my fault. That was me being humble. That was me being giving the Nick people a chance to grow. But obviously, bro. So um Kevin, bro, the way you left, that was some sucker shit, bro. And you and I thought you had enough respect. Apparently you had some personal type of way about me. I thought he was cool. But that sounded like Trap Bro Trap Bro was secretly building had secretly built animosity against me too. Don't know why, my nigga, when you can just if you if 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 you don't like the way I do shit, you can go build your own. Like I'm, you not Kevin Traboro not under contract, none of that. You free to do whatever, my nigga. But the thing is, you've been on YouTube for 10, 15 years, and you ain't built shit. That's what it is. So it's why you have an animosity when my formula is simple. People nostalgic people are emotionally attached to nostalgia. You trigger that emotion. You stay consistent. You you make sure your stuff is high quality. You build the fan base, and then that's when the network comes behind. Now that takes time. I that takes people leaving, coming, me finding the right people, me meeting a Quake, a Matt, a Lee Boy. But I had to go through a, a Darion, a Quan, a Shawnee's, a, a Kevy's, a Trapper before I got to that. So I'm three years in. I started at 27. I'm 30, bro. Like man, dog. I don't want to hit. I don't want to. I don't want. Nothing. I don't want to talk to you now. I wish you the best in life, bro. The way you handled it is the way it's gonna. You gonna stand. I'm gonna make you sit and stand on that shit. You, so, I wish you the best. You know what I'm saying, Chaburro. I don't wish is, you shit. You know is there I mean? any reasons that you could share that you would want to share, Quay, or is it just not even worth it? I mean, I'm not trying to bash Kevy. I mean, there's because there's no ill ill feelings behind anything. Right. Didn't like how you left. Um, I wish we would have had, like I said, I wish we would have had a conversation because um, there has been like a um, disagreements that was surfacing. Um, so I just wish we could have had a conversation because if we were really cool and friends like I thought we was, and you, it shouldn't have been nothing for you to put me to the side and say, hey, I feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Well, but what's up with all like the I emotion over content creating, dog? It's content. Mm-hmm. What you in your feelings for, my nigga? If y'all Amen. don't agree on something creatively, y'all need to uh, find a middle ground. Get out your fucking feelings. It's content, bro. This ain't nothing personal. She ain't trying to steal no money from you. She ain't tr- she ain't 
personally attack you. She ain't, she ain't done nothing mean-spirited. It's fucking content. If you can't control right. your emotions over content, you the type of person I don't want around me because you're going to hate being around me because a lot of days I don't give a fuck. It's not personal, bro. And these two gentlemen will tell you that. Now, but you know, we... I'm not even that type of person. You know, I'm a genuine, right. authentic person. What you see is what you get. I am who I am. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's just it. Simple as that. So what I know is, from my experience, is God does not cause pain without something new to be born. And so he closed this door, and there's going to be a better chapter after this. This is not the last of me. As you know, I do my own podcast, The Claybrook and Hills Show, still. And so I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing. And if that means, you know, being by myself and doing this journey alone, then that's what it is. I'm prepared right. for that. I'm an alpha. I'm built for this. And I've been having success, and I would be crazy to stop. We've been right. we've been That's interviewing facts. different nostalgic celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. why would I continue to build on the momentum? I got three more interviews already planned. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 your loss, basically. You know. And, and I'm, I'm assuming you go and I'll be deucing it up. And you you may just have to turn into man. What's her name, bro? Ah, fuck. Legendary host from New York, man, Angie. That 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 <laughs> might just be the route, yeah. Because and and before we move on, uh, Quay, I want you to ask Matt and Lee Boy what the fuck happened with me and Triborough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely. Oh, like you that. haven't heard the story. <laughs> because Triborough talked I've to them afterwards. Yeah, and I, I guess Kevin believed him. So Kevin and Triborough, y'all go start a podcast. But oh, yeah, Quay, man, ask, you gonna believe Trevor? <laughs> no, ask him, Quay, ask him. They both right here. I ain't talked to him all day. I ain't put no bug in their ear. Ask him, what the what happened? What happened, y'all? Tell me the team. You want to tell it, man? Okay, because it really just started from him missing uh, a brainstorming session. Really, I mean, and and what came out of the brainstorm session was not to his liking as far as the content that we had ready for the next episode. And um, you know, there was I'll say a lot of this had to do with just the name Krishan Rock and Blueface. <laughs> like whenever, whenever it came up, and, and by the way, we never talked about them on the podcast, but. You know, they was going crazy inside the news and every once in a while we're like, hey, how could we tie this in? And it, it, it for some reason, he just felt like we was just a, a a gossip podcast and we was talking about all this shit that had nothing to do with nostalgia. Never, you know, he, we never did. But um, yeah. what sent him over the edge? Like, I can't remember what topic it was. What topic was it that was at the top that he just could not? Stomach it. I what it was, but all I know is every time we pretty much just kept saying, All right, well, if you don't like it, come back with another one. Because that's the thing about the brainstorm meetings. We pretty much we all want to agree on whatever the idea is, even though it's like we ain't taking it personal, but it just makes more sense, right? If you like what you're talking about, you'll talk about it with but, So after he's seen the list, and we always come up with a list of what we're gonna discuss, he just blacked out on Jamar, told him he ain't shit, he think he Jay-Z or something. He think he Kobe or Jordan and I'm this and y'all can't do this without me and you ain't you a punk and and he he has some choice words. He you ain't he gonna be disrespecting me. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he don't be disrespecting y'all. I'm like, hell no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I no, Trumbo. I I I talk to you like you tend because I think you kind of slow and you <laughs> and you. You make me repeat myself, and every time I repeat myself, I repeat it with an attitude, a little bit more attitude. 
Quay, I'll tell Lee Boy and Matt one uh, something, right? And they'll tell me something and it register just like that. It takes me 10 fucking times to tell him the same thing for it to fucking register. So when I got to tell a 48,000-year-old man the same <laughs> thing all over, yes, and when I say it, it's going to be with more of an attitude because I'm tired mm-hmm. of repeating. I hate repeating myself, whether it's to him, my girl, anybody, dog, because I'm too transparent to be repeating myself. And the main repetitive message was that we are going to change the format of the show to talk about current events, but people that are are nostalgic figures with current events. So he just couldn't get that through his head. He wanted to keep, uh, you know, having these debates, best 2000s rap. And we're going to actually be talking about that today. So there was a mixture, right, where we were trying to get in some nostalgic topics, but we also want to talk about things that people want to hear about. So that's what we got on the menu today. That's what Triborough couldn't understand from the, the day I came in. It just seemed like it never got through to his head. And we had to keep telling him at least once a month, like, hey, bro, we changed the oh, format like three months like, ago. <laughs> you forgot? Like, it, it, it literally didn't make sense. But, yeah, uh, yeah, bro. So, yeah. Bro, but I don't know. Nah, fuck it. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> bro, Charboro, you... Hey, no, Charboro. Uh, yeah, for me, no, Charboro, anyway. this is Jamal talking to you. <laughs> I want you to understand this is me talking to you. You are a fucking loser. You ain't shit. You ain't gonna never be shit. The only reason why you got interviews is because of me. Nobody be on your fucking lives at three, four in the morning watching. You all fuck. You live with your mother. You like fifty years old still live with your mama. You you would never. Nobody would ever hear from you again. Hey, bro, don't forget he got two thousand views that one time. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> he, he gonna oh, get on our hands. Two thousand views. I got two thousand views. Man, listen. If we that's post someone that if, if we post someone that page and then do two thousand views, that's a fucking bust. I'm deleting it. That's not good for us. A page that bro, our highest engagement post got fifteen million views. What are you talking about? So keep man, keep the little two thousand weak ass views, bro. You ain't shit. And but Wait, was that on YouTube or Instagram? No, Instagram on our yeah. Instagram oh, okay. on the Instagram page. It was YouTube with hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah, we'd have been cool with the. I had, I had to take him off of YouTube because he sucked. He's a trash ass YouTuber. He would never get see two thousand. He would never see two thousand views on YouTube ever in his life. And I'm 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 100 sure on it. His content is not good. It's not editing. Right. You're lazy. You don't have a creative bone in your body. All you want to do is top ten fucking list every week. You think you, <laughs> you think you're Sports Center? And I'm tired Let of him. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you feel yeah. like he was an opportunist? No, he sucked. It's not. A, you don't, <laughs> it don't matter if you are trying to be an opportunist, bro. If an opportunist is somebody who can who's able to execute when the opportunity comes their way, he don't have a talent. So I can walk you in a room, right? And but after I walk you in the room, it's up to you to execute. I can't execute for he don't have that ability to execute. He can't be an opportunist when he's not that good. He can try. People can try. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the nigga suck. And you you will never see two thousand views a, a day in your life on YouTube, son. Well, and, I'll go ahead and, and go ahead, go ahead. On, I was, I was and, gonna move on, but go Trump, ahead. You got and, it. No, no, we we moving on after I this. Saw. And Charborough and Kevy, the niggas who do the bare fucking minimum here, always the ones complaining. When Charborough and Kevy, all they do is show up and talk. All the editing and, and the Damn. heavy lifting get left for us. 
But it's always the people who do the fucking list that always got the most to say. And then Kevin will show up to interviews with fucking attitudes because he's tired. Nigga, it's called being an adult. You don't think I'm tired, bro? You don't know, bro. I've been I've been on my feet since four this morning. I'm tired. I'm pretty sure we all tired. You don't think I want right. to quit? <laughs> yeah, man. Man, I uh, look, man. As far as Kevin, I ain't no beef with Kevin. Try, bro. You can jump off a cliff, and and that's how we gonna end it. And we, um, you you have a permanent ops. Son. You see me just get ready, just just fall on the ground. Nah, son. he said he ready for you, bro. You say you ready with the hands, bro. Yeah, he don't leave. Oh, he don't leave. I'm sick. He don't leave his room. He don't leave his room. You don't leave your room. I'm just repeating what hey, he it's a whole it's a whole uh, group chat that we he was going crazy. And that was kind of crazy disrespect in front of us too. You know, if he wanted to text you that on the side, but he wanted to make it clear to everyone that he was uh that he would he was Yo, better. He had than me you. starting to ask everybody, you know, like seriously. I'm like, is our niggas sober? Like, what's going on here? Like, what what, what drug are we off? Yeah, it was, it was I think it's more than just weed. I don't no, know. Nah, he get, got he, weed because I smoke. He get, he get, he gets. I, 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 I eat edibles. He gets something from the. He gets something, a piece of paper from the government, from the state every month. That's, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what he's high on. Security, well, Kevin. Uh, I mean, um, excuse me. I, I, I called you Kevin Quay. That's crazy, Quay. Uh, I, I, I want to go ahead and offer my services. You ever need me to fill in on the interview? If you need it, you got it by yourself. But you know, as long as time permits, you can have me, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll sit in and be a co-host on Nineties Baby Podcast. Yeah. So me, me up. Yeah. Until we figure out what we about to do next, you know, because this was definitely unexpected. But like Kevin Gates always said, you know, no love lost. I just love you from afar. And that's just what it is. Oh, I don't love shit. I don't love none of you. <laughs> I already saw that coming. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Don't say I'm, nothing I'm, positive I'm, about your mark. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck, bro. We not fr- Quite being sweet. Nigga, we not friends. I don't give a fuck. So obviously we're not friends, but I'm just saying, like when I see you, I'm not gonna have no no beef or nothing with you. I'm not about to pull right, up right, on right, 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 right. I'm, I'm acting like I never met him. When you see me succeed, just know I still wouldn't give you a pot to piss in. Yeah, I see one of my exes in the store. I walk over, I reach over. Excuse me, I need to like grab that up there if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Cause I, cause I'm, I'm too good for people to be coming and be like that, dog. Okay. That, that, that's yeah. Fuck that. No, nope. And uh, I felt like a lot of the stuff I carried on my back as well. So it wasn't even really. I mean, like you had a little bit of responsibility, but you didn't have as much as me. You know what I mean? Like you, you just showed to- up and talked. Yeah, exactly. So you-, you just had to show up and talk, and you couldn't even do that. Your mental health was too out of spiral for that. So and, and I- that's another thing. I'm gonna start when people always posting mental health shit. I'm unfollowing them because I'm so <laughs> sick of no, no. I'm not being insensitive to people who really deal with mental health, but I'm to the point where people starting to use it too much. Ben yeah. Simmons can't play NBA basketball because of his mental health. Man, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? You're 16. Wait, mental health? <laughs> what do you do with you making a jump shot, my nigga? What's wrong with y'all? No, yeah, bro, it, it, it is an excuse for some people, for sure. Yeah, I will say right, that. Right, but and I that might be a me. that might be a mental issue. You know the the fact that you think mental health is the excuse. That's it like is a, a mental health. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. 
But I feel like for me, I just need to be around more people that are like-minded and that are headstrong. I don't need to be around nobody that is a hypocrite, that is weak-minded, that really don't got no drive about themselves, that really don't even want to be doing this shit, but just doing it because I'm doing it type shit. Right. I don't need that. I need somebody that's going to be on the same level as me on the same page. So if you out there and you want to do a podcast with your girl, holla at me. Other than that... Shit, fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, big facts. Stay away. Stay far, far away. Yeah, just right. In. All right, man. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What we all going to do, though, we're going to move on to the music as usual, though, because like Mar said earlier, we're a nostalgic vibe. This is what we do. We tap in, and that's why, you know, we created good memories. Uh, Killer Mike pretty much proved out here, y'all, that it's never too late. Bro swept the rap category album at the Grammys and then shortly after was arrested. Now, the biggest issue with the arrest is that some people believe online are saying he was arrested for a misdemeanor, but the misdemeanor was that he didn't want to go with somebody during the citizen's arrest. And I had to look it up because respectfully, I don't know any black people brave enough to pull no shit like this off to even attempt a citizen's arrest. So, fellas, what's your take on the whole situation? I, I heard allegedly he he pushed a, a, a female security guard and that's what it was about. Did y'all hear that? But allegedly, she was trying to arrest him, and again, that, that's where this citizens arresting might have came into. For it. what? Well, for what? What happened? I think it Why had to do with. Ac- I think it was access to the Grammys. Like he was trying to go into a certain door and bring his entourage, um, and they didn't. They didn't want to let him in. But like you know, he juiced up. He just won a Grammy. How you gonna tell me something? I just won a Grammy. I can't walk around. Get the hell out of right. here! I ain't trying to walk on stage. Like get out the way. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, to arrest him there, like the way they did it. The- they, they could have waited, man. For sure. Oh, misdemeanor, bro. Silence him. That's yeah. what they continue to do to black men all the time. Exactly. The thing is, y'all didn't even put Will Smith in cuffs, and we watched his smack. It was right. so brilliant, bro. He literally assaulted the man on stage who was presenting the award in front of everybody, and no arrest, no cuffs, no nothing. That's why I was like, when I saw it, I was like, well, damn, who the killer might kick? You know, hit. I assume he had to swing on somebody in there for him to be leaving in cuffs, and he a big nigga, you know what I mean, be swinging anyway. So I was like, damn, bro, like, hey, it had to be you, but what happened? Yeah, they had to. He you know he big. They had to put the double cuffs on him, the links. <laughs> they had to link them together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, link them up. But nah, but so first off, shout out to Killer Mike. We've been saying it pretty much all year that it was one of the best rap albums of the year, and then it uh, withstand, uh, you know, against everyone in the Grammys, swept the category, even though they tried to uh, announce one to Nicki Minaj. Right, they said that she won one for Barbie's World with Ice Spice. Hell no, nah, Ice Spice ain't winning no Grammy. <laughs> That's wild, but they just messed up like that. Like, what? You don't have to come with something better than that. But um, right. you know, and then for I, I, honestly, it, it seems like it like a bad dream, but it, it's like kind of expected. It's like when you got someone like Killer Mike that's up there political, that's been going against uh going against the grain at one time was for, for Biden, is now is not endorsing Biden, not really endorsing Trump, but just saying that hey, we need something better for our people. And then the uh, you know, they were trying to probably be overzealous was the word that he used and trying to control him in the in the background, and, and he's uncontrollable. You saw how he his his acceptance speech. So I just think, you know, they was trying to dim his light, trying to take away his shine, and he wasn't going for it. And, um, you know, I don't know if you – the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say this is all political movement. Um, I, I'm not sure that is really the case. But nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? They got to let our brothers be great, man. Just let, let – mm. 
Mike ain't bothering nobody. You know he ain't really assault nobody. He tried to move somebody out the way. They try to put a charge on him. It wasn't the uh, the Nipsey victory slap. It wasn't right. that. As big as right. Mike Killer Mike is, he's not crazy. First of all, he would kill whoever he just slapped. He ain't just slapping nobody at that size. Nipsey had to get away with something like that. Man. Man. Protect Mike. And then man. a female at that, he probably didn't even hit her. Because if he Bruh. did, he passed out. I don't think people understand the mass in this man. Forget strength. That is a big guy. He ain't little. Yeah. He's something like, you got some, yeah. That, that's fact. Man, look, man. Um, Will, Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff, first print boycotted the Grammys in 89. Jay-Z boycotted in 98. Um, Killer Michael Wars, all, was all three of them were televised, right? Or just one of them? I don't think any of them were televised. Yeah, I don't think any of them were. <laughs> Like I said, you remember back in the day for like the BT Awards, the Source Awards, whatever. Be amazed, niggas wouldn't show up, and oh man, your winner is Jamal Adams, but unfortunately he couldn't be here tonight, so he's here via satellite. That's what I would have done. I would have been, hey yo, thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't make it tonight. Um, one love, or I would just not even sit there. Like, uh, Mr. Adams is not here tonight. But I'm gonna accept this award on his behalf because how the fuck it's the most popular genre in the world. It's, mm. It makes the most money, but y'all don't televise it. Mm. So okay, it, exactly. That's my point. So I'm like, oh look, man, it's not televised. Uh mail it to me. I send y'all my address. Our addresses. Mail it to me. I'm not coming. I might not even send a satellite. I'm. They gonna just have to be man. He not here with something on his behalf. Cause y'all not. Tr- I'm tired of stop. Tr- stop treating us like that. When we, when our, our culture, our genre, the hip hop genre, make the most money, the most popular in the world. Stop treating us like that. But you can't expect them to start treating us like that. That's how they are. They they play in our face all the time, bro. I was gonna say it's all part of fault though, cause then we come to the table like I said, like damn near begging. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck and, I mean, but and the funny part is because I think Macklemore got his ass up there, right? Then he went, went, like, it hey, just, they pick and choose. That was right televised after that. Right. He didn't come and make no more music. He was like, I'm good. <laughs> they pick and choose, you know, who when they want to televise it, I believe, based on the projected winners. So Killer Mike doesn't right. fit the mold of the Grammys. And so, you know what? Good for him and and that security guard. If she got pushed or slapped or whatever it was, nah, that, that don't even sound right. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe he had the bone and pick with the whole process. But I'm, I'm just happy that he did get. You know, maybe this brings more light to it. Maybe this just brings more light to his music, to his cause, and to the issues that are going on with the Grammys. So I think you know I'm always looking for a positive uh, or a silver lining out of this, and I think there is one there because he ain't going to jail. He's not going to be gone for no uh, extended time. But hopefully, this will continue to bring more light to the injustices that are going on at the Grammys. And I know we're going to be talking about that for the next couple uh, <laughs> topics as well. Is there anything else on Killer Mike? Because I mean, the album is phenomenal. He put yeah, his own money in. He put his the own, his own work in. He perfected the sound, and he worked tirelessly on this. And 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 you know what I loved is to hear about the process is just the input that he did, except and all the people that he got involved in and making sure that this was a great project. And he was well awarded, and hopefully he'll be compensated for it. So, here's what it yeah. is. Yeah, shout out to OG Killer Mike, man. Congratulations. You got a what? You got a what? He got a Netflix show or a uh, movie, excuse me. Don't sleep oh, on that. God. It's pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Don't sleep on that. What'd you say? 
No, I said, what's it called? <laughs> oh, no, it's not called that. It was when he was uh, creating, like, uh, he was having people help, like, helping people start businesses, create LCs. Is that where he made the Crip Soda? Crip Cola and all that. Is that what you're talking about? Did you see that? Um, well, I believe one episode is that, but then there's like more episodes where he's showing us like um if we were to live uh strictly on black owned like businesses and products and stuff, we wouldn't be able to get too far. So like he had to walk or use a bike and then he could only go to like one grocery store. I don't know. It's on Netflix, so make sure you go look it up. No, I, I did watch it. All I think it's a the entire season is dope. So yeah, go check it out. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's a good one. I'm about to check it out. Shout out, congratulations, OG Killer Mike, man. Well deserved, man. We rolling with you. Never too old, like you said, for your dreams to come true. Yeah, hopefully, like Lee Boy said, bro, get compensated. Everything that comes with the whole shebang. Third, but fellas and Quay, I want to move on to Jay Z as well because that was a big talk at the Grammys as well. Obviously. He went up and kind of had a Kanye West-esque moment is what people were calling it online, but much more professional, where he pretty much said that it makes no sense that my wife has won X amount of Grammys but never won album of the year. And, you know, obviously after that, he went on a drink out of the Grammy, which he's done in the past. So first off, I want you to take, do you feel like there's any merit to what Jay-Z's saying? And number two, if that is the case, then do y'all feel like it was strange for Jay-Z to come here? Because Jamal, I know you always talk about how Jay-Z doesn't show up at a lot of musical things and... What not five? He, he, he ain't do he ain't do nothing for hip hop fifty all last year, bro. So yeah, so. and y'all know I'm still pressed about that, dog. Like I said, I'm gonna say it again. At Yankee Stadium last year, when we had fifty birthday for hip hop, he could have came on stage and threw up the diamond and left, and niggas would have been happy, bro. You could have at least done that. I don't fuck with this Grammy shit, bro. So I'm pretty sure Jay Z, what he's saying is right. Well, I don't care. I don't watch the Grammys like that. And it's because of what we just talked about. Look, bro, it's kind of... Beyonce has the most Grammys won ever, right? Like 35. Right. Man, it is strange that she got the most Grammys won and don't have album of the year. But again, we talking about... Bro, it's kind of hard to... I ain't gonna say it's kind of hard to feel sorry for somebody who got the most Grammys ever. But it kind of is, bro. That's, exactly that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And he right. I'm pretty sure he's he's right. But that just I, I love Beyonce and Jay Z. But they not gonna change how they run their shit, bro. And I'm not I'm not sitting down. I'm not sitting back hoping, waiting for hope. Maybe one day I'm not, bro. What? No, no. Jay said we gotta keep showing up, man. Keep. I'm showing not showing up, up the shit. <laughs> I, I be a be a satellite every year. <laughs> As I, I'm not showing up, dog. But nah, they can so, do what they want. I, I like, you know, I like the speech. And obviously, I think he showed up to make the speech. That was kind of his whole plan. It's his kind of shit on the Grammys. But it's, I mean, I just wonder why the Grammys invited him. I know that they, it was like this honorary Dr. Dre award. Y'all know how Jay-Z feel about y'all. Y'all know how Beyonce feel about y'all. They don't want to show up unless they winning. So they, you know, offered him an honorary award. This is very... um. This is, sounds. This is basically shades of what they just did with the Academy Awards for what's our legend's name? Um, Tina Turner, Bassett. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, shades yeah. of what they just did. We gotta, we gotta uh, get some good publicity. We gotta get Jay Z and Beyonce here because you know damn well they mad as hell. Beyonce looked mad as hell the whole time. Oh, um, I want to say Beyonce. They was clowning her online. I thought it was hilarious. They said she looked like um 
Uh, Mr. Demodome from um, the Philly Yard Parents. Hilarious. No. Judge Demodome. Hilarious. Judge Demodome. Owner of the Demodome. Brian, I was like, y'all out of Hey, man, get out. Leave Beyonce alone, man. I'm Beehive. Don't do that. Yeah, definitely be high. And then, you know, just to speak to some of her losses, she obviously lost to Taylor Swift the year that uh, Kanye went up there. And uh, she won the most awards that year. This is the 52nd annual Grammys. I think she won six awards that night and did not win album of the year. And she won for three different songs. So it's like if you have such a well-rounded <laughs> album that's winning record of the year, a vocalist on, on this and greatest R&B this and for you not to win, and uh, this is for the Sasha Fierce album that had Halo on it and some other shit, and uh, Single Ladies, all, all kind of stuff. She it, she it just, didn't win for uh, Lemonade? She lost against Adele. She, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she didn't win won, for Lemonade? Never has uh, won album of the year. And that's yeah. the, that is what Jay-Z was saying. You, you guys have given her all these awards, but won't give her the top award. Yeah, for her not to win Lemonade when you have the amazing album that would, it, it was and the visual album which had right. really had never been done. I'm not sure if that's a real stat, but never on that level. You know what I'm saying? She stepped up from what MJ was doing back in the day and, and put together the whole album visuals. It really just doesn't make sense. They just don't want to give her the true flowers, but they want to make sure she's there. We're going to make sure she's doing a couple Snoop things. Dogg, as popular as Snoop Dogg is, he got 16 nominations and has never won anything. And in my opinion, Snoop Dogg is almost at the point where you go anywhere in this world People know Snoop Dogg. Like they're gonna say that word yeah. clear in American English and nothing else. So it's just like, I feel like they pick who they him want. Yeah, which is dope. They smart. Yeah, yeah, that cereal yeah. is a hit. I ain't gonna lie, the noodles is cool too. Nah, but but Walmart do be hiding that shit. You ever go in Walmart? It's hard to find Snoop and Masterpiece cereal. That shit ducked off in the corner on or in the end cap somewhere. I was gonna say you so, might have to ask for it in the back because it might not be. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Y'all was, really yeah, buy your groceries from Walmart? What'd you say? Y'all really buy your groceries from Walmart? I mean, I don't buy a but when I go and see stuff like that, I'll pick it up. I'll pick up the Snoop cereal. Yeah, because I, I, I went to, I, I'm vegan, and I went to Jay, I, JD got his own vegan ice cream that's exclusively at Walmart. So, like he said, I'll go Snoop just to support. Um, So I went to Walmart, bought some ice cream, uh, Jermaine Dupri ice cream. Um, but yeah, if I'm passing by Walmart, I need to go in there and slide real quick. You know what I'm saying? Walmart do got everything. Uh, but I'm a whole food it's not guy. Good for so. produce and fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. It's good just for like snacks and maybe a couple yeah. outfits. <laughs> yeah, I got like a regular supermarket out here. Shout out to Javi. Yeah, that, that's the What y'all so, think yeah, about Hove. Taylor? What I mean, oh, okay, well. You want to go back to Hope? I just want to know what y'all think about Taylor Swift winning album of the year again. She has four now. This is the most ever in history. And, you know, I people were trying to link her to Joe Biden in the, the whole election and, and also the Super Bowl and saying this is all a prop to, to get Biden reelected. I don't know if it's going that far, but I do know they want to prop up. Um, no, to me, no talent. Taylor Swift. I don't see maybe the talent is in her writing. I can't really give her much credit for her performance, and she don't got no vocals like that. Come on, I four think, times. I think I think Miley Cyrus more talented than her, bro. Well, I'm sure. But I'll say this: from September right now, she's brought the NFL. Her fans are diehards. You can't beat that when it's bringing your bottom line that much. That's what I feel like it is because it, not for nothing. They was talking about how many seconds Taylor Swift has actually been on when she's on these broadcasts. She's on no more than like 25 seconds for the whole damn game. And she's bringing them 40 million that game, which is 
just disgusting. Cause man, like, all like, this shit insane. Kanye fault. Cause <laughs> if it were for Kanye, black people wouldn't know the fuck Taylor Swift is. That's a good point. You rock with no. uh, Taylor Swift, Quay? Um, not really. I mean, I did when I was younger, but I'm not a Swifty anymore. Sorry. <laughs> what was that song she made? Does she have Bad good blood? legitimate talent? I just feel like maybe I'm out the loop. I know she's a writer and she takes uh, you know, takes part in the producing or at least the creation of her music. Um, am I missing it? Like I'm just four, I mean no. four albums of the year is crazy. Yeah, I think we're all missing it, obviously. Okay. But this just goes to yeah, we black. <laughs> yeah, this is whitewashed. And I feel like Jay-Z did his big one by going up it up there, defending his wife. Because he does have a good point. Beyonce's music is way better than Taylor Swift's. Wait. Even white people love Beyonce. So, like, what the Man, hell? Is- we 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 can't we can't say that because we use seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, white people, white people feel right. like black people over season their food. Because think about that's, it. If you that's the pepper, point. I'll- you use salt, pepper chili powder, all that stuff. If you look at the ingredients, all that shit is basically the same. Like, Cajun has salt and pepper already in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they just feeling like we over-season it. But that's but the I point because really man, I'll I, I go as far as women. Man, we all know a white guy, right? And yeah, this is a comedy podcast. Do not take, I'm being Jay Monger right now. Don't take this serious. Just 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 have fun with it, right? I know a white guy. We can look at a black woman, right? And I'll be like, man, she's fine in the motherfucker. I'm black, bro. I like ads, hips, titties. You know what I'm saying? Thighs. Man, he she's fat to him. Right. Yeah. But he didn't show me there's a white girl with these big ass titties. I was like, she ain't got no ass though, bro. Like she not fine. She just got a bunch of titties. We, bro, is she fine to him? She not fine to me. The the black girl fine to me. She fat to him. So we we just got two different tastes and styles, bro. That's all it is, bro. Is I don't expect us to like Taylor Swift, and I don't expect even though white people do love Beyonce, I don't expect them to fuck with Beyonce as much as we do, and that's okay. Keep that. Be a stream bean casserole over there, <laughs> and we gonna Leave do us the we sweet do. potato pie. Now, now yeah, I will say, she, I think you know, I think the, she has a good. Obviously, she has a huge fan base, and I do think right. that you know, white women and women in general take to Beyonce pretty well. But um, and they are probably the, the biggest, um, you, you know, the monetary contributors to success in music and stuff like that, and kids as well. But I just don't see you know the men fawning for her the way we do she doesn't get that type of support from men outside of her community i don't think i'm not saying for sure and then i mean in in the case of this in uh, in the case of this grammys though i really felt like SZA, and i I, maybe i'm being biased maybe i just like SZA better or i liked her album better just because i don't fuck with swifties like that but her album was phenomenal she had a lot of i mean she had crazy singles um you know and 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 just in comparison i just like music so I, right. if I'm listening to Taylor Swift versus SZA, it's just like the soul. It just ain't there. The music quality is just not there. And I just don't I don't understand it other than marketing, promotion, kids and the manipulation and programming that uh, gets people to get on Taylor Swift. But I rest my case. Yeah, 
And, and, it's, and it's not that she's white because Britney Spears was a fucking superstar. Lady Gaga was a Lady Gaga was a superstar. Gaga, yeah, Gaga, she got yeah. some, she got some tracks like she can sing. So it's she can sing. So it's not that. Yeah, Pink. I, I'm a fan of Pink. It's not that they're white. We just don't see the fucking big deal. I don't. It don't got nothing height. to do with her race. It, it don't have nothing to do with her race. If she can, if she was, a, if she can go to us, we'll say that. Like I said, I I genuinely, genuinely think Miley Cyrus is more talented than her, bro. Because but she Hannah Montana. That's the only thing. Taylor Swift is safe, man. You know what I just thought about? Obviously, for comparison, Michael Jackson, most of his records are safe, right? Most people don't mind their kids singing. Taylor Swift, when right. I think of her compared to Beyonce, there's certain Beyonce records that we all know and love that you don't want your nine-year-old daughter singing. With Taylor Swift, that's not necessarily the case. And then on top of that, you're cool with your son singing it. Not to say that, you know, in the black community, you don't want your nine-year-old son singing it, but I know a lot of niggas that don't want their nine-year-old son singing single ladies. I ain't gonna hold you. They that's just, right. they, you know right. what I mean? They just don't, because they look yeah. like, I don't want to read yeah, that's so I and think you know what? Well, Taylor Swift's music has evolved. She talking about killing her boyfriends and shit oh. like that. I don't know if y'all heard it recently. Like, hell, yeah. hell no, I didn't hell know she no. Was doing that type song. Yeah, but yeah, she. But she's. I mean, she is older now, and her audience is has grown with her. But yet, yeah, I think she has definitely she captured the kids. And then she, like you said, she's safe. If physically, she's also safe too, right? She's never too like revealing or like, or at least they don't feel like it's that to way. Reveal. Right. That's what I'm saying. It don't look that <laughs> even if she was. Um, and it's not too over sexualized from the outside looking in. I don't really know too much, but the maybe that's that's a big part of it for sure. The safety of her music and her catalog. The, so the only Taylor Swift song I know is Bad Blood, and it's because it got Kendrick Lamar on it. That's it. That's, That's the song that I had well. in my head too. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Bad blood. No, no, yeah. Sound like a damn sheep. Bad blood. <laughs> yeah, Yo. bro. Hey man, bro, keep I, I, and sh- and shout out to our, our, our white listeners, man. We all yeah, playing. It's just, it just jokes, man. So if you sensitive, man, I'm sorry. I guess. Man. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man. But I just want to be briefly that I will say this, fellas, just to end, you know, the topic and then we're going to move on to some album reviewing. When, quote unquote, we stopped begging, I guess by that, because I wanted to throw this out here, too. To me, I feel like with Jay-Z, what he did was cool. But now you can't go back next year. Yeah, he going right. to be back. But you shouldn't, right? Because you just canceled the, your, your party that you used to do, the Rock Nation, you know, brunch and whatnot. You went up there, you said what you said. It's like, you pretty much just told the world, I'm not value handing drink out of it. It's like, why come back now when you don't go to nothing else of any kind of value? To me, it's like, damn, you just said the shit that don't matter, that's all I go to. He got too much to be political, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and and then to see, like, so what the Grammys is going to do, they're going to nominate Beyonce for her next album. She's going to be up for album of the year. And then, unfortunately, we will probably have to look at her face losing again and be hot as hell in the front row if if they decide to show up. Because I I feel like they are vying for that. They are trying to put themselves in the position to win that uh, album of the year award. And it's really not worth it because it it does come off as begging and asking for what uh, approval or asking for that stamp um, for what? You already are selling out arenas. You already have um, you have already been crowned by your community as the best of all time. People are comparing you to Mike. They're saying she's the next 
Michael Jackson. I, and I would agree uh, with a lot of that. You know, she's probably would be the next the next best. People would say Chris Brown. I would put Beyonce right there before him as one of the best entertainers of all time and uh, the best talents that we've ever seen, especially in the music realm. So, um, you know, it's time out for for us to, you know, get that or need that approval. But at the same time, you you we're in this you when you're in the music industry and she does have a label, it's not like she's independent or anything. You do have to play some of these games to keep yourself uh, you know, in good in some of the good graces. And um if you if you're gonna play the game, you gotta play it all the way. It's really no half stepping with it. Either go independent or get your ass to the Grammys, man. So the thing is they have the they have the means though to do without this. Something I don't know what it is. Why he was even there? I don't even know why they had him show up. I don't know why he took that black Grammy. <laughs> that shit was a damn. I, th- I, I, I think he did. That a, shit I was think racist, he did a favor though. for Dr. Dre. Yeah, a black Grammy. I think he did it for Dr. Dre, and I think Dr. Dre did the Super Bowl for him. So I, it probably was a favor for. Favor. I didn't even think I'm that makes sense, Lokita. I, and I'm not uh, against that, them playing the game. It's just it just seems kind of weird to also be complaining at the same time. That's where it's right, like right. we a little bit confused. Like so, you either you either in the game or you not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you saying they didn't get it right, but you up there getting a Grammy. So they did they get it right? <laughs> why why are you even up there? So I'm a little bit confused with the messaging. Uh, gives me a little bit of Colin Kaepernick vibes, right? Still want to get in the NFL. <laughs> Talking about you don't want to be in the NFL, so, bro. Get your message together, man. But uh, um, yeah, pick a pick a side, dog. Seriously, uh, yeah, fellas. Like I said, that that's what I'm thinking with that one. But I want to move into, like I said, musically with some album reviews. 24 short years ago, fellas, the year 2000 came around and a lot of albums dropped. I want y'all to take on which one. I would say if you had to put a top two or three together, but overall, what do you think was your favorite album? This this, this is a bad year. I'm not even going to lie. Agreed. The Agreed. best album this year by far is Think On It About Cast, bro. Mm. Like, I, it's not, I don't even think it's a close second. Really? Do y'all see a, do y'all, do y'all see a close second on this list? I'm, this this wonder- arguably Outcast's most, I ain't going to say best album, but I think it's commercially. This probably be our cast's most most popular album commercial wise because that's the song with Miss Jackson on it. Uh, Bob, I think. Uh, let me see. Yep, and what then other- um, and we're only talking rap, right? This is mm-hmm. yeah, hip hop albums. Jamal, I got, I got one. I know exactly which one it is. I had to look at the uh, playlist, but yeah. I got what I think. I'm going. Be- I'm going outcast. Thank, thank on you, bro. It's not even close. It's a it's a landslide to me. Quay and Lee, but I'm gonna let y'all two go first, and then yeah, I'm gonna throw mine in after. I mean, I do think that that was the best. Um, but I do have a personal fa- favorite in Ooh. the rock lot, rock lot familiar. Oh, I mean, Jay Z. I mean, I know I didn't trash him. I didn't trash him. He's still always gonna have. I, honestly, every time he drop an album, that's probably gonna be my favorite album of the year. If this was to me like one of during the heyday uh, of Jay Z. And then when he brought on the Rock La Familia crew, the Rock, and uh, what Beanie Siegel was doing during that time, One Nine Hundred Hustler uh, was just you know Ooh, it just sticks out I, in my I'm mind. Being, um, I'm being disrespectful on the sleep. I also like Supreme I'm, Clientele though as well, but that was just yeah. I just was had Shay Shay Lagos on repeat 
Uh, so I, I couldn't go with it as a full album, but Ghostface definitely dropped the banger for sure. Quay, what you got? Um, so I'm gonna have to go with Eminem, the Marshall Eminem Mathers, Marshall Mathers album. Mm-hmm. That has Stan on it, right? Because I remember yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. That, I had that on repeat. Stan was definitely a banger to me. I went to school with a white boy like Eminem. <laughs> Did you? He didn't kill his mom, did he? Nah, I was. was wait, wait. Eminem didn't kill his mom, did he? Nah. I mean, I know he he didn't in real life, but on tracks he did, right? He was cool with me, so if he shot up to school, I think I was safe. I know. Yeah, I know the type of kid. I know the type of kid. I want to throw Nelly, y'all. Country grammar. Country grammar. Yeah, that was the one. I was like, I think he got it. I was looking at the child. I was like, oh nah, he has some heat on this album. Yeah. Back for the first time, Ludacris. The Lunatics that's, really that's wasn't what, hot yet. Like, you know what I mean? They was really still building up, too. That's what I was just like, yeah. What yeah. about that Ludacris album? That's that's the one with Southern Hospitality on it. Back that's for the first time. Yeah, it came out 2000. The Toys K.I.M. came out 2099, man. I didn't see it on the 2000 list, but... It's, yeah, it's, yeah for, I think it came out in 99. No, I think it did come out in 2000. The Toys K.I.M. Um... What's another one I, I seen? I was like, man, I'm tripping. We said Luda Chris. I think the album you might be talking about is on uh, Word of Mouth. That was 2001. Mm, back for the first, word, of, word of Mouth is what? Oh, yeah, you know, that's a rollout and all that. But you right back for the first time. Got what's your fantasy and a few. There's a few jokes. It's, like, it's, it's Southern Hospitality. No, yeah, that, that, first, that was his first album, obviously, back for the first time. Yeah. That shit was Bowles. fire, though. I remember when they Luda both dropped. Did. I like word of mouth more. That's why I'm, yeah, it's good, but yeah, word of mouth. Man, we got Rule 336. Try Rule album with Between Me and You on it with Christina Million. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Yeah, Baby by Big Pun. That when I looked at the track list too, it was like yeah, it just wasn't as strong for me, but definitely yeah. And Arky by Busta Rhymes, I'm not a big fan of the album, bro. That like Busta Rhymes album, I like that album. Wait, was that the one with Janet Jackson on the? Nah, that, that's 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 what that's that, that's when disaster yeah, strikes, right? Yeah. No, I think it was Anarchy, nah. Nah, 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 definitely not. That wasn't a disaster strike neither. That was a mistake. Yeah, when disaster strikes is like nice. They they came out back to back. That's extinction, extinction. Uh, extinction that's ninety seven. Huh? You're right. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Extinction level. Yeah, it's, it's still a bad year. It's still a I bad think, year. I think it was Don't... all right, actually. And Marshall Mathers LP. You know, sometimes I, I'll trash on Eminem, but that was one of his better albums. I will say. I'm looking yeah. at. I can just remember the skit too. Um, the goddamn. Ken Kanevsky, y'all remember Ken? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I do. That just tells me that I was definitely listening to this entire album, um, all the way through. So I would definitely say that he could be up there. And obviously, you know, that was an incredible, uh, selling album. The the commercial success was crazy there. Stank Onya, obviously, crazy commercial success. I'm always gonna be uh biased towards Jay Z. Um, he's always gonna pretty much be at the top of my list, and I was rocking with the Rock, man. The Rock was going crazy in hey, oh, man, that, that that was a team full of a bunch of overrated ass players. <laughs> you wasn't rocking with Chris Neal. Come on, man. Been, I, like I like. I, I think Emil could have been a star, but other than Emil and Jay Z, 
Beanie and Mrs. Bleak ain't said no fucking record. Respectfully, I say that all like the time. Any other chick in my pride. No, it's a yeah, it's a voice though, bro. She has a, no, a, and even a different. That, I know chicks. It just it, to me, she just did not seem that because I knew girls who sang like that and looked like that and moved like that, but they was just poor. Okay, uh, all right. So uh, you got you got a team with one star on it. That's fair. That, them niggas ain't selling no records. I know how respected they hey, are. Wait, are you, you, don't disrespect Freeway now. I know he ain't had too many hours, but he was Freeway snap. was killing me. Freeway, Memphis Bleak. Y'all didn't like them? I was rocking with Freeway. I'm going to be honest with you. I love Bleak as a businessman, but musically, cut that shit off. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't rocking with Bleak. I was rocking with Free. Who else was? Uh, what was the other people from The Rock? I'm trying to remember now. It was a couple that was horrible. But that's because state <laughs> property, if I'm being real with you, to Jamal's point, outside of Jay-Z, state property really had the heavy hitters. Bro, you and people don't like to admit this. Other than Jay-Z, the only nigga on Rockefeller that sold records was Dipset. That's it, that's Cameron. It. That's Cameron, Joel, and Jim. That's it. Other than that, them other niggas ain't selling no records. They ain't have other than Jay Z. The other number one hit they had was Cameron, uh, Oh Boy, and what's the other one? Hey Ma, that's it. Uh, bro, them niggas don't sell no. It's gonna show in the record sales, bro. It's gonna always show. They mm. like Kwame Brown, number one overall pick into the league. Ain't shit. Oh, look, that's All what I was trying to think of. Emilio and Oskino, they was just there for the ride. But uh, Petey, yeah. Petey, Petey was all right. Little Petey Crackle used to have some flow. Yeah, he was buzzing at the time. That's why I was like, it was mainly state property. Because even like homies, I went, you know, when I went to college and we always talk about it. They was like, yeah, I was a big fan of Jay-Z. And I'm like, that's because state property was on fire at the time. Y'all wouldn't even knew who Jay-Z was. But it was just the perfect blend. They write it, you know what I mean? Like, Philly's not that far from New York City, so you're right there. Man, them niggas ain't selling no records. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. That's why guys yeah, are going to jail. Like, shout out to Bean. You know what I mean? But bro was really robbing people at the height of his career. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's probably a, a big reason why he didn't sit on Rick. Because that could be the reason. I, I, I don't know. He he was never... When 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 they was all on the song together, I just went to Jay-Z for it. Well, just imagine little and, Colin from Minnesota picking up Beanie Siegel's album in Target. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know if I would let... Sam, Sam Goody. Put that back. Yeah. Man, that shit went plastic. Oh, Shout out to them, no, I guess. Now, nah, all of those, like I said, generally speaking, yeah, all of those is good. I know for me, I always like to lock in. If it was somebody's best album of their career, I'm more lean, I'm more, you know, leaning towards giving you the nod over everybody else. Cause like, man, this is your magnum opus, if you will. Man, my album so more than them niggas. <laughs> Definitely Oskino. Yeah, and Emilio. Yeah, they was just there. Man, my mixtape went, went so more than nigga, man. I don't <laughs> even got no mixtape. Nah, but I don't think this was a bad year, though. You got Eminem, you got Luda, you got It's, it's top, it's top, it's top. And heavy. you got Outkast. I'm about to say, it's can, top heavy. Can we that, say that? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, it is a lot of hot. Yeah, girls. it's top heavy. Yeah, Shout out to the album, like you, I've never played them. Like some of the rap, I was, and I'm like, I've heard of this, but I never thought to play. That mystical album in there too with Danger and Shake Your Pass. That's in there. Yeah, but on my show, I might have to go listen back to that because I'm sure he said some. Yeah, he said some wild was, shit. Yeah, that was supposed to go to the grave. He said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he back in prison. Uh, man, yeah. <laughs> that was really wild. What I think. About it. Shout out to everybody, man. They dropped that a year, though, I guess. <laughs> right, right. 
But fellas and Quay, I want to move on to sports, um, but not specifically playing. Uh, Shannon Sharp, um, obviously everybody listening, y'all know Club Shay Shay started off 2024, pretty much had everybody on fire with the Cat Williams interview. And now, fellas, I know you you guys were both able to look into it. Quay, I'm not sure if you got to watch any of it yet, but the interview just dropped today with Monique and Shannon Sharp. So, fellas, mm -hmm. what's your take on the parts that you saw? Was it as explosive as you thought it would be? Talk to me, which I feel. Hey, I can, oh, I think uh, Shannon got something going on, don't he? He dropping tea left yeah. and right. Shannon, no, he got an audience that is, that is built in. My question is, is he going too far with this? Is he Who is he pissing off and is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Because there's only so many people in this goddamn Monique and Cat Williams lane that could continue to do this for you and hopefully you don't cut yourself off from a whole different, uh, you know, crop of potential interviewees. But I liked it. I liked the, uh, I liked the episode. I liked the, the tea that she dropped. You know, she dropped some big names. She was she got on Kevin Hart ass. She got on obviously, you know, Oprah and Tyler Perry. She was gonna do that. Lee Daniels and some other producers as well. And then what what really struck to me the 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 biggest was the biggest red flag. She just kept saying, "I'm not difficult," and, and there ain't nobody can say that. But on, on every story, she was talking about how she had a problem <laughs> and that she needed to address it. With the, the with the name number one producer or the person that was running the thing, and she had to talk to him about her problems. I mean, that's to me just uh, sounds difficult to me. But other than that, you know, I like to hear her talk. I think it was a great interview, a great installment. Nothing's going to top cat, but this is close. This is close. There's definitely going to be some clips there. So, man, we have turned in, and when I say we, black people have turned into the monsters that we hate so much. Because if you watch it, I love Unc, man. You know what I'm saying? I love Monique. I felt like watching, I was watching my uncle and auntie on it, on, the, on, mm -hmm. on my phone, bro. Um, We've turned into the monsters we hate so much. It was a point in time, and Monique called it out. Shannon was scared to say something about Oprah. Yeah. Why is it like that? Why, it's why, why can't, that that's, that's, that's gatekeeping. That's the politics, dog. Why can't he say, why can't Monique say, man, Oprah, you, you did some fuck shit to me? And why can't Shannon agree with that? If Tyler Perry did something to uh, Monique and it was wrong, it was wrong. They don't take away from Tyler Perry greatness. Why, if Shannon agree that that's fuck shit, does it affect Shannon's uh, bottom line? Because he gave Monique, who is a comedy legend, a, a, a platform to, to speak her mind, get shit off her chest. Why is it? Why are we like that, bro? If we don't want nobody saying nothing bad about us, stop doing fuck shit to people. Or try. I hate that shit, bro, because nobody going to silence me. They straight up, y'all, they going to have to kill me. I swear. Because if you did some fuck shit to me, I, hey, I, hey, don't trust him. He fuck. He tried to fuck me. Fucking me over ten years ago, and I know y'all love him, and I know he a legend, he a hero to y'all. But I'm telling you what he did to me. Now you take with that information, which and do what you want to do with it. I don't like that. That but it, it feel like it's some bully shit. No, I agree. Dog. Yeah, I go just, ahead, go ahead, man. I just gonna say I feel like. Low key, yeah. Parts of the interview, like you said, it was like she was talking about things that everybody was kind of scared. But then I feel like other things that she said, and maybe it was just me. I feel like her delivery kind of was off. Like when she was talking about Taraji P Henson with the pay thing, and she was pretty much saying that you know it was the wrong messenger because blah blah blah. I feel like 
you can feel that way, but sometimes there's certain things you don't say to the world because now you make it seem like like what I was saying to before, Jamal. I'm like, you know, man, all this time when he had a special, you know, she just went up there and didn't talk about Tyler Perry. And people was looking like, well, now that's all you grabbing on to. You grabbing on to this victim mentality, whatever the case is. And now certain things I feel like in your message are going to get lost because there's definitely, like I said, going to be more parts in there. Kind of same thing with Cat Williams. Once people heard 3,000 books in a year, they was like, oh, bro, lying. You know what I mean? Like, that's all they had to hear. And everything was discredited. Man, Once man. Four, four, Lee Boy got the footage. And then it was like one of them things was like, so I just feel like, yeah, for her, sometimes delivery is it. And I feel like, unfortunately, she may be, quote, unquote, bitter or angry, but that's why you really got to have all that. But, you can't come to the world like that. I think she's just passionate and it comes off as an angry black woman, but she's been yep. through a lot. She's been through a lot in her career and she's been silenced. You know, she's been blackballed. So when it comes, when it comes out, it just comes out really disturbed and angry. But I don't feel like if you follow her on Instagram, you know that she's not even that type of person. Every At day all. she's a motivational speech. She's working Hello, out. Hello, my know. sweet babies. She start every <laughs> video like that. Exactly, exactly. So that's not really her. I just think she's still hurt behind it and it's a lot of anger still behind there, but she's also passionate. It's a mixture. And usually when black women are passionate and they have feelings involved into a situation, it comes out as an angry black woman. And that's what it is, unfortunately. Man, I want to touch on Matt because you said something about delivery, bro. And, and Dame Dad said this, and I agree so much. Because I feel like we have similarities in thought processes and mentalities. Why are you so worried about the delivery? When it don't, to, to me and people like Dame Dad, fuck the delivery. What is the message? What am I trying to tell you? If if what I'm telling, and not you, Matt, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the emotional, sensitive ass people. If what I'm telling you is the God honest truth, and something that can really help you. Why do you care about my delivery? I'm happy you said that, Jamal. This is going to sound random, but if I delivered you a pizza in the toilet, would you take it? No, no, I, that's not fair, man. Come on, bro. No, no, no. The reason I use that is because it's one of them things, and I'm saying, of course, Monique's was nowhere near that, but like um, Quay just said, it don't matter what, how we feel about it. As soon as you, you came out and said stuff about X, Y, and Z person who people had on their mental checklist, you was this bitter black woman because to comparison, as bitter as Cat Williams was, it ain't going to be the same. Trust me. You're not going to see the same backlashes as Cat was. Right. Most people was looking like, oh, Cat, right. Or I've seen that. They've been stealing jokes. I've been knew that. Watch how many people try to discredit things that they heard in this Monique interview as opposed to when she could have been just as much true. Well, why, though, bro? Why? No, it's not fair. I'm just saying what it is and what you got to be recognizable if this is what it is. Definitely not fair. Mm -hmm. so, see, but, we live in a but, world see, where you be politically correct, especially as right. a black woman. But if you're not a truth seeker, then I don't want you around me. If, if dog, I, and I'm, a, I'm one of those people who do need to work on my delivery. But because I was raised and taught, man, fuck that. I ain't going to say fuck that, fuck somebody's feelings. Well, bro, I'm telling you, hey, bro, you need to get it together. I'm not about to be like, hey, man, look, man, God bless you, bro. You need to get it together. That never works, bro. Like, that never works. Have you ever asked somebody nicely to get the fuck out your way? <laughs> I don't think and did they? And did, and did they get the fuck out your way? No. But they got out my way when I got ignorant with their ass. Yeah, actually, uh, I mean, in 
you know, I hate to put my business out here, but in relationships, you got to deal with that shit all the time. Cause it's like, okay, I'll ask you nice a couple of times and be like, look, I tried to express myself. And then you didn't notice until, you know what I'm saying? Got my chest yeah. poked out. Now you feel me. Exactly. And now I'm the, but the thing is, look, now then I'm the bad guy though, right? Yo. Because I had to get to this, and now, now you're talking about my behavior. You're talking about my delivery. When we're not talking about, let's get back on the subject. And I believe right. that is what Monique has been trying to say. So when she brought out that Tyler Perry, uh, the Tyler Perry audio, they didn't play it on the show, and Shannon had heard it, and he didn't want to say what he had heard, but he he was focused on why'd you record him. Like what? Right. Wait, 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 wait. wait, you heard what the man said that he canceled me, he ruined my career, and that he did something that was god awful. But all you had to say in return, and she checked him on it, and he kind of acquiesced and they got it together. But I do think a lot of that is what's going on here. I mean, and I just mentioned it too that she did seem like every time she talked about a project, that she seemed like she had an issue or became difficult. Now, one of in one of the examples, she said that the whole um that they that they that they cards blew up. I mean, they uh, trailers blew up, right? right? And she went to she went to ha- tell them that I'm smelling gas in the trailer. That she said, at, literally every trailer blew up on the set, and they gonna ask her about some wigs or some. Now, if she would have went crazy, she would have been maybe she would have uh, looked difficult. But they probably would have got that gas put together and would have really sniffed it out so sometimes you know unfortunately you do have to um you know show what you're capable of to to make some real movements and to to get people to hear you uh but there is a fine line there that's what representation is supposed to be for but a lot of it with her husband being her representation uh they try to lump them together and it's just kind of unfortunate what she's going through what she's going through because i don't think it's warranted um you know, I just think something about her personality. It's easy to dump on her and easy to make her look like the bad guy. Because she's because she, she tells she, me- she, it's it's something very motherly about her, bro. I've always felt like that about me. Even when she was on a podcast, I was like, dog, why I feel like she like my aunt. Mm-hmm. And the like, like my, yeah, like she always had that motherly vibe to her, bro. Like I, I think she's somebody I would meet and instantly feel comfortable around. Shannon Sharp gave me that feeling too. Like, I, it's nothing intimidating about Monique. She she's not even fat no more. Right. <laughs> so the fact that she kept bringing up big black woman, I'm saying Monique, you're not fat no more. I get what you're saying, but you lost a lot of weight. Give yourself some credit. Dog. Stop calling yourself big. You're not big no more. She used to be big in the early styles, but bro, she didn't slow down. Because I did see clips and I was like, I, I didn't know if she meant to yeah, change it and say like now because she was obviously talking about the past and like mixing times. Because yeah. she looked good now, you know, but what right? I'm saying? When, you so, said it, like, when she was talking about with the Taraji thing, when she was like 10 years ago, I feel like at a point like that, she never got back to like using the right time word, you know what I mean? Right, I feel like she was talking you, about you, you like that auntie swoop, Jamar. That's your thing, man. She, bro, <laughs> she, she, she I, I swear, she, I have an aunt, she reminds me so much of, bro, you know, and I, when I go to. When, when I go to this old house, I go, I lay in the bed, she cook, I, I get so calm. It's clean, it smells good all the time at this at this particular aunt house. That's who she that's the vibe she give me, bro. She she just give you that, man. I'm man, I'm going to aunt house, eat, chill, sleep, lay down. 
So I, I ride with Monique, man. I understand. I'm right. I had a I had a brief interaction with Monique in the 2000s, and uh, I will say same thing back then too. She was the exact same as she was then, as she is now. And I just remember wanting her to be like my aunt and be cool. I was. Yeah. She had me laughing. I think I was kicking it with her son a little bit, and we was. I just felt like I had knew her forever, and I only met her for about 20 minutes. And I'll never yeah. forget the impression that she had on me because uh, she was just so cool, motherly, down to earth and present in the moment, talking to everybody. And she was probably the biggest star that was around at the moment. So shout out to Monique. It's a shame what they doing to her. Um, I do think I do think there's always room for improvement in your delivery and getting what you want to accomplish. If you're if you want this, you to accomplish this, maybe I don't think she's going about the right way to get her the good graces back into Hollywood. Now, if you just want the money and you want to get the fuck out of here and do your own projects, go ahead and keep riding on these people. But unfortunately, there is a whole gatekeeper society. There's a whole, you know, that's just what it is in Hollywood. And the reason why I ain't out here begging for no jobs and giving a damn really, um, you know, if I ever decide to audition, I just know what I'm signing up for. And it ain't, it ain't for a handout or for fair treatment. <laughs> it's just not, this just ain't it. Mm-hmm. It's not Hollywood built, huh? Like I said, big fan of her work. Definitely, like I said, going to tune in. Shout out to Unk, too, man. Unk Shay yeah. Shay, man. He he shouldn't. He, he, he about to catch up on Rogan. I, I said it. He about to, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. But I'm not going to lie. It, he give the creepy uncle vibes. Like, the one that for gets real? to for real? And Yeah, you heard what he said about Jess Hilarious. Like, oh, her body. Like, Boy, but just see, but but just a grown woman though. Just yeah, we all but it's to a point where like a um a compliment starts to become creepy if you keep mm-hmm. going. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to be like Jess is cute and leave it like that, but this man says she cute. Have you seen her body? Body, yada yada yada. It just kept going on and on. <laughs> that is a lot. That's a lot, man. Yeah, just fine. Just hilarious fun. Yeah, I mean, she is. She's a beautiful woman. But again, it, it goes to from a compliment to creepy real quick if you just keep going on. Like, you should just I understand. He, he that uncle, he that fresh uncle that's old. He's old. He's he's, he's uncle about, look like he's about 55, but he always fresh. He still wear the new mm-hmm. J's with a, the tight jeans. He, he, he just, he one of those unks. And when I see him, we ain't got to say nothing to each other. We just point. Like, all right, yeah. Like, all right, no, yeah. Uh, right, he's like, nephew. You yep, bring a girl to the family reunion. He's like, oh, you got you a nice one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see you, nephew. Yeah, I see back you, nephew. up, uh, chill out. Man, yeah. Yeah. you know, love him to death. Shout out to both of them, though. Yeah, shout out to both of them. Good perspective. I, I never thought about. It. I got now. I got to go see what he said about Jess Larry because I remember they was on his head when he was talking about Meg Thee Stallion too. It was just like one of those. I see what you saying, Jamal. You like they grown women, but I guess everybody looking like, come on, that's like your sixty year old uncle trying to hit on you. Know well, I mean? no, well, well, no, wait, wait. That's the double standard, man. What's the Houston Rockets guard name? The little young dude, Jalen Green. Jalen Green and, and Drea. Drea like forty years old. Why? Why? Why is that a problem when the women do it? I'm happy you said that. It is a problem. And she, I think she's pregnant for Jalen Green, and he's fucking twenty years old. And it's even that, it's like, she, I got to give her some credit, though. For her to risk dying by getting pregnant at damn near 50, like, oh, I'm going to get me this baller, baby. That's a bull. Bro, 
why why is it cool when they do it? They just cougars. But when Shannon Sharp thinks just hilarious, a 30-year-old grown-ass woman, sexy, that's creepy. You see what I'm because saying? Because for the simple fact that a lot of them young boys, like a Jalen Green, for whatever reason, they want to go mess with a Dre where has But no, been. no, bro. Us as black men, we, we don't have a problem with being molested by older women. This is my point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Whereas the yeah. women trying to come That's a badge of honor for us. Molest me. <laughs> what Man, bro, I'm molested. You know I'm <laughs> yeah, for real. For real, it's the double standard. I don't like that. Shit. Me as soon as he said, and Shannon Sharp just thinks she's sexy. Drea, Drea actually pregnant for Jalen Green. They actually having sex. I agree. It's very strange, but I think that's what it comes with. Because if girls thought Shannon Sharp was cute, like if young girls were sleeping with Shannon Sharp, and he, it would be different. Or not even just Shannon Sharp, but of men that age. Like, because we've never right. seen a point where we was like, oh, here's the male video vixen. Like, we're not doing nothing like that. Because what is a man about to do in the video? Crawl around and his then. Car. Like I remember in high school how the girls my age used to have niggas older than us come pulling up in their car picking them up. Who Josh Gibbs? Sure. And that was the oh. beginning of a Law and Order SVU episode. You just yep. didn't know. But who was say he feels like that? He probably do got a whole bunch of young girls. If he do, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're of age. And if he do, and if they holding it down like that, he got some good ones. Cause Jada Pinkett, uh. Side piece. Another one. August. Another one. <laughs> August, I see them my age. Jada Pinkett turning and them And he off. was drugged up. No, I, I want to throw this yeah. out here, Jamal. That was so sick that when I watched her make him sit down, I was like, this is cuck porn as far as I'm concerned. To make yeah, this man bro. sit and watch you discuss what you did Wait. with this man. Yeah, this but is you know man. what's crazy? Yeah. I want an older woman. How old? Right. I don't, uh, bro. If she fifty and still Melissa Ford, almost fifty. Okay. Man, you think I wouldn't date Melissa Ford, bro? I'm thirty. Melissa Ford is still bad. I don't care, bro. She still look good. But it's just, I'm just saying it's a double standard, bro. That's all. Not if true. if the men are, if the men are monsters and predators, so are the women who are doing it. That's all I'm saying. Respect. You go. <laughs> How we got to that from Monique, I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah shout out to the <laughs> shout out to the new interview. Definitely go check that out. Obviously, by the time you guys are hearing this, the clips will be floating around. It'll been a couple of days, but we just watched it, and I sat through the whole what is it, two three hours? I thought it was dope. So shout yeah, out to Shane, yeah. man. big unk. But now, fellas, I want to dive into it because we almost jumped the gun earlier in the episode, starting with your Super Bowl predictions. And then after that, I want you to tell me what songs do you think Usher will perform and why? Fellas, Quay, whoever wants to go first, feel free to jump in. Taylor Swift, 28. The 49ers. <laughs> Not Taylor 20. Swift. <laughs> 20. Right. Like, what? Swifties like, versus Niners? No, I didn't throw you off. You know exactly what I'm yeah, talking Swifty about. Yeah, verse uh uh Sweetie on the other I side. She Taylor Niner Swift. game, right? Yeah, I got Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, Sweetie don't stand a chance. I got Taylor Swift winning the Super Bowl this Sunday. 20, 28. No, you know what? I'm going to go 35-28 Taylor Swift over the 49ers. And I got Taylor Swift winning Super Bowl MVP with 10 catches, 149 yards, and two touchdowns. A Mr. Swift. Yeah. No, she's going to eat. What's Usher going to sing at halftime? Usher going to sing There Goes My Baby. 
uh, yeah, and there goes my baby, yeah, and uh, fuck, y'all help me, man. I got, I got on my list. I got OMG. Uh, yeah, I don't, that one. I don't mind. Bad girl, my way. I think my way gonna be first. That's what I you think. think so? going, I think he might come out with my way that first. All, but that, I'll be happy if he do. But I'll be shocked if he do. Yeah, I think, yeah. It'll, I think it'll be a little so medley. He, I think he's gonna have a a med, a whole medley. Obviously, he'll go through a lot of the hits. It'll be quick. Um, so he definitely but, playing. Yeah, we all agree on that, right? Yeah, that one yeah. I think is gonna be something he spends some time on. Yeah, he'll spend some time on. Omg, oh my god, that's another one he might spend a little more time on. I think, but some of the there other goes ones, my baby. That one I think is. Well, they just say that he's bringing little John to perform too, so he's probably oh, going yeah. to lovers and oh, friends. Lovers we, and friends. We're gonna get we're gonna get Ludacris too. So that'd be uh, hard. Yeah. Burn. How much I think? How, how much I think Taylor Two gonna go for this Sunday, man? Taylor, the Swifties. I I got them. I got the Chiefs beating the Niners twenty one seventeen. I think it'll be a defensive game. Um, you know, the Chiefs, their defense is on is going crazy right now. They they face Tua, toe his ass up. Josh Allen's supposed to be the best QB, toe his ass up. Lamar Jackson really supposed to be the best QB, toe his ass up, and then they go into Purdy. So I do think that there is a, a significant drop off there. While Purdy, he has a lot of weapons around him. He's been getting lucky. So a couple of them throws was lucky as hell, should have been picked off. And you know, I think that he was picking on the competition as far as the lines. They're just not mentally ready, whereas the Chiefs have been there, done that, and I believe they will prevail. I would not be surprised, though, if the Niners win. I like Debo Samuel quite a bit. Uh, Christian uh, McCaffrey is a beast. So if they if they hand, if they he's able to run all over the Chiefs, I think they will stop him, though. But if he's able to just go crazy, if he gets uh, 200 yards or something like that, I believe, obviously, or even close, all-purpose yards, I think the Niners take it away, especially if Debo's able to get a big play or two off. Um, but, yeah, I got the I got the Niners. I mean, excuse me, the Chiefs taking it. And like I said, I got Usher coming out to – I would like to see my way early. I want to see I don't mind. I bring out some stripper poles or something, do something crazy. I want to see the roller skates come on out. Let's see what we gonna do with that, and then um, you know, confessions part two, definitely, definitely gonna drop. Like that, I like. Need a bad girl. All oh, he got so many hits though. Really, he really yeah, has. He got, some pops. he got some slaps. What you think, Quay? Um, so I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna watch the game until halftime. There you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm going to see Usher. I think he's going to do great. Whatever he performs is going to be awesome. But I would love to hear Lovers and Friends, OMG, Burn. Um, what's the old song? U-S-H-E-R-R-A. Oh, uh, nice and slow. Yeah, nice and slow. I would love for him to, you know, throw it back for us a little bit, you know. I think it's going to be great. That's what I'm going to be watching for. Pick a winner. Just pick one. Who do you think going to win? Mm. You know you're a Swifty. Why did I say that? I said the Chiefs. Is the Chiefs that's not playing? Swift on the side. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Taylor, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift, no, man, that's Kelsey. Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift is. Uh... Nah, nah, you was good. You was good. I was like, I like it though. 
I I actually really like one of my favorite songs from Usher is You Don't Have to Call. It doesn't seem to be as popular on other people's lists. I always thought that was like one of his. I also like Pharrell a lot, too. So that's the my video was hard. Why. Dancing in that video was immaculate. I yeah. could do it in front of time. I ain't going to try it now, but. <laughs> yeah, he hit that parking quick, lot and he had he had the Heelys on. He had the oh, Heelys man. on in that one. Yeah. I was like, oh. Real, real quick, y'all. Uh, the sports bets. Uh, Brock Purdy over under 200. I got him under. I got him over. I, got, I mean, I, I got him over. I got him over. I got him over. I'm going to say I got him under. I'm going to say I got him under. You know, obviously the caveat is if he just dumps it off to McCaffrey um, and Debo a lot. But I think they're going to be all over that. They're going to be ready for okay. it. So. Okay. I got the Swifties winning the Super Bowl. So I'll tell you the best player in the NFL. You know, <laughs> and I got Purdy. I think Purdy going to throw a couple picks, man. He's been throwing picks. They've just been overcoming these picks. And I don't think, uh, I don't, I'm not sure it's going to be as sweet for him. Against like, these Chiefs, so I was gonna say I said over for sure because my score out is uh 31-24. I think the Chiefs is gonna definitely pull it off. I think it's gonna be a close one, but to your point, yeah, I think Christian McCaffrey he's gonna have a lot of yards on the ground, but yeah, Brock Purdy should get two hundred even with the interceptions because you're gonna see like yeah, it's gonna be a fast paced moving game compared to the defensive chess match we just saw with them in Baltimore. And then as far as Usher, yeah, pretty much most of the stuff y'all described. I think definitely they're going to play. But, um, yeah, I'm curious now to see yeah, if you're going to have Lil John up there, obviously ludicrous. But those people aside, because now that we know pretty much what the set list is looking like, I want to see who's going to be the people we don't expect. You know what I mean? That just pop up up there for a Usher song you forgot about. You know what I mean? Kiki Palmer. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is cool. Keep you stay home. Or, you know, stay in the suite. Keep stay yeah, home. that's what you you know, I think he should definitely he should let Lil John have a little medley himself. Let him do two, three tracks as they as they typically do. That'll go crazy. White people John down. They still listening to his new record. So yeah, that that'll be smart. And let JD get some off too, man. That's obviously one of his biggest mentors. And uh Usher, I wouldn't call him a protege because uh he can't sing. Well, J um, JD can't sing, but definitely, you know, brought him up in the game and they got a couple they got a couple tracks together, right? Do they? I don't uh, know. My way. Uh my I way. Mean, he kind of talked about work with him behind the scenes on a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Contribute a little head yeah, It's one of those things. He's gonna be in the he, building he, at least. Yeah, he's gonna be he, he wrote he he wrote confessions the whole album. So right. That one I did know because I was like, that's not us your story. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he's finding his way on stage. Taylor Swift Super Bowl MVP. Hey man. Go. Somebody gotta mm. get it. It gotta be her. It gotta be her. Pat, Pat, already got a few. So hey, we gonna see though, fellas. Let's see. But um, this argument, this debate, I want to throw out here. Some people have thought it's been a big debate for years. Me personally, I disagree, and maybe I'm a little biased. But fellas and Quay, I definitely want y'all to take. I'm talking TV. I'm talking stand up. I'm talking movies. Entire career culmination. Uh, obviously, they're both still going. Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy? Who do you think has had the better everything? Who want to go first? Like, who's funnier or who has a better career? Just overall. overall. Who are you picking? What is your preference between the two? If you can. Oh, so basically, if you can kill one. Overall. No, uh, all right. They they both. All right. They both perform in a New Year's Eve show. Which one? At the same time. At the same time. Dave Chappelle. I'm going to Dave Chappelle. What? Cause he's to me he's more funnier. I think he's he's comical. And I like Dave Chappelle. I like 
that he's authentic, he's genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a real down to earth person. That's kind of where I had it too. So I think about it in a couple different ways. Um, you know, if you're thinking about the actual personality, the person, and probably watching stand up, I would go to Dave Chappelle. But mm -hmm. I, I ultimately, if I'm choosing between the two, like who wouldn't I want to go without? I would not want to go out with the without the Nutty Professor, um, and some of the greater things that that Eddie has done in film. I believe to me, Trump what i would want to see from dave Chappelle. so like so when i'm looking at if i wanted to kick it with somebody and be cool with him it would definitely be Chappelle. like that is not even right. a question i think right. uh chapelle is the better personality i believe eddie has had the better career although Chappelle at this point has made a lot of money he made a lot of money so has eddie i mean eddie ain't he definitely ain't no slouch they might be neck and neck i'm really not even sure i'm not counting pockets like that but um yeah, to personality wise, I, I said it. This is our third time, <laughs> Chappelle. But as far as career and what he's contributed on a, you know, as an a pop artist or in pop culture, I would say Eddie has had a better and more impactful career overall. For sure, I'm a, I like I'm, how you. I'm gonna go with like you. I agree with you, Lee. boy. I'm gonna go with Eddie only because Eddie got to stand up in the movies. He does have a. That's unreal. And I'll again, like we want to say, if it, if I had a choice to like kick it with somebody and chill with somebody, it definitely would be Chappelle. But as mm -hmm. far as overall comedy legend wise, I have Eddie one, and I have Chappelle two. I'm not old enough for Richard Pryor. I'm I'm not. I'm too young. I'm not. I wasn't alive like that when Richard Pryor was in his prime, or when Bill Cosby was doing comedy, or Red Fox. Yeah, you, you do what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I was. I'm, I'm around for Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Martin, Chris Tucker, Cat Williams. So Kevin Hart, of course. Um, Eddie Murphy dominated my childhood. Pause. Like, period, bro. So I, I like Chappelle personally, but if I had to choose, I don't know because if we do we do a stand up, I think I would choose to go to Dave Chappelle stand up only because I like his style of stand up. And Eddie ain't mm -hmm. do stand up in over thirty years, but if I had to go, if they both was in a movie theaters, I definitely would go to Eddie. Yeah, that's why I was more so related to their yeah. prime, because like you said, Eddie ain't done it in a while. But that's interesting. I'll say this to Lee Boy's point. I guess if you had disappeared, nothing exists. The other person, I think it's of course Eddie is a no brainer. Just the sheer amount of time he's been in the industry, the different types of movies. But to me, when I look at Chappelle, the culmination of everything besides movies. I think he he actually beats him out, and for Eddie to have such classic stand-ups, and for me to still say Chappelle's is still like I said, goaded over them. I think that's that's saying something because to me, there's really not too many other people that, like Jamal said, I'm too young for prior. So for me, there's really not a, too many other people that are comparative to that. I like the Cat Williams, and then I'm a huge Chris Rock fan. So for me, those are the two that come to mind. But yeah, I think yeah, realistically, if it's stand-up, if I could go to one, I'm definitely going to Chappelle's. But if I can only keep one. It has to be Eddie Murphy just because of the sheer amount of, like I said, I'm thinking of the animated movies and whatnot. We're not even thinking of right. the hated voices. Of, PJ's. Uh, <laughs> I about to say Shrek. There's no donkey. Oh, yeah, that is. You know me? Like, that's what I'm like. He got too right. many. And, but one, one thing we didn't bring up, though, though, is that damn Chappelle show. Now, that was yeah. a cultural moment. Yeah. It's Epic. hard to, to live without some of those skits. And some of those concepts that he put into our brain, like the race, the what was it, the uh, the race draft, the race draft, hilarious. Right. 
And then um Clayton Bigsby, the, the blind racist. Yeah, yeah. So um, and he was really approaching some of those some of those concepts and topics before it was even, you know, before it even made sense and before it was palatable and people were even, you know, discussing race on that level and, and making it funny. Um, you know, he he did a lot to open up people's minds in a lot of ways. And Chappelle, you know, unfortunately, just the the woes of the business got in the way of that. I think he could have definitely went further uh, if Martin didn't just didn't try to put him in that damn dress in uh, Blue Streak. You know, <laughs> he got a bad taste in his mouth and they tried to what did they do with the Chappelle show? They wanted him to change up, uh, switch up the content. Right. And things like that. Or there was some super like racist and demeaning skits, too, that they had filmed, I believe, for the season. And he was just basically like, I'm not doing nothing like that. And then that's when, you know, behind the scenes, they kind of retracted the offer and then. The way they put it out, because I remember my cousin bought the DVD, like with the lost episodes and whatnot on there. And it was just weird. Like when you look at the time from when it came out, they basically just probably shitted on him in the media. And then from there in real life, brought it back at the time. And then by then people was probably like, man, why would we watch this? Y'all just told us bros in Africa smoking crack. Like, And I will say, though, and, and Murphy, though, what, you know, obviously he's he's right now is making a resurgence. And I don't think the movies are man, up to his coming career. to America. The second come, no, that's a no, right? Y'all didn't like that. I thought, no, I thought overall it was enjoyable experience, but I don't think Eddie Murphy was. Nah, he was. It was. Wasn't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be disrespectful, bro. I don't want to be. I'm gonna just say this: coming to America, yeah, the two, right? It felt. (laughs) It felt like a parody of the first one, and when something felt like a parody, like a Saturday Night Live skit. To me, that's when it's not. It wasn't for me, though. I can just tell. And I'm offended that it wasn't for me. Because what the fuck you mean it wasn't for me? That was a cult classic from when I was a kid. Right. He just did that recent movie, too, with... um. What, what was the, the race thing with... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping my mind. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's um, wife or a girl. Oh, uh, Lauren London. Lauren London. Lauren London. Lauren London. Yeah, the, um, the whole race thing. Called. On Netflix, it, I forgot what that was called. Exactly, it was not that great. Um, no. he just did a Christmas movie. Um, I, I, I checked that one out too. It was okay. That one was a little bit better, but overall, I think I don't know if he ran out of money or something. He just got to put some movies out there. I'm just not it, really. Right? Yeah, he got a lot oh, of a lot of family no. to take care of, a lot of responsibilities. But I'm not feeling the new crop of Eddie Murphy. So, uh, he, if time keeps going. It might we might switch this. Um, my so. my brother and his family was in the living room dying, and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck are y'all laughing at? Like, are we watching the same movie? I was, and I'm like, my my big brother, I'm like, nigga, you older than me. You was uh, you was a teenager when the first Coming to America came out, so you went in the, to the theaters and saw that shit. So and you laughed, bro. I could. They thought it was funny, bro. I'm sitting there like, yeah, the kids both think it's funny because it seemed like it's more designed towards the kids. I'm a grown ass man, bro. I I, I still watch Def Comedy Jam, right? So it just it was some point. It was some people in the movie that were great, like Lunell and what's the tall chick who just had a night live. Um, Leslie Leslie Jones. Yeah, Lunell and Leslie killed it. Yeah. That, that, they were my two favorite characters in the movie. Other than that, bro. Um, yes, yeah, just yeah. slow down, Eddie. Get yeah. back to it. 
Do some comedy. Do a stand-up comedy. Just one more. Eddie. I was going to say, yeah, we get a dope Well, the stuff. sequels was never going to be as good as the first ones. They so got some, some sequels. Home, Home Alone 2 is great. Um, Bad, House Bad, Boy. Two, Bad Boy 2 is great. House Party 2 is great. Some of two America some, was a money. It was a money grab. It was a yeah, money grab. Yeah, that's right. So. They got some good sequels, man. Yeah, shout out to the cast in there, though, because like I said, all of those beautiful black people getting their check, I wasn't a mad right. at that. So yeah, I definitely, from a movie standpoint, it wasn't the first one. I, I don't want to say it was bad, but to Jamal's point, yeah, it was just certain things that you just, we were expecting just, you know, this, that, the first one. The first one was rated R. This one wasn't. The first one was. And that told you man, everything you needed to know. Right, right. So shout out to everybody in that all stars legend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was no Randy Watson uh moment, right? There was no the uh the all the barbers, you know. What the I'm royal saying? penis like, is clean, was, your highness. It was yeah, none was of that, bro. None of that. Um yeah, there was just so many moments that, that was in from the first one that was crazy. That they just wow. definitely did not they, they didn't even get close. But you know, yeah. shout out to Eddie Murphy. I don't know. We shouldn't know him right shout now, but Eddie, get it together, to brother. Eddie. That's just our opinion, though. Story well, man. Both of them. He oh, facts, facts. He know that shit is now, man. He know. He be looking bored. He be looking bored in the movie. Like, that's the thing to me right now. Is Murphy literally looks like he don't want to be there. So, like, just don't. Just don't be there. He, yeah, yeah. Invest yeah. in somebody else. Be a producer. Let somebody else take it over. Yeah, some, <laughs> some, 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 some. Some iconic legendary movies you need to be left alone. We don't need a, a loving basketball to a set it off, spin off. We don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Just, just let great movies be great. But man, this has been episode 121. Another week episode in the bag, man, fellas and ladies. Tell them all your socials, all your, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Start with Quay. All right, so I'm Quay Morgan Hill. You can follow me on Instagram at Quay Morgan Hill. That's Q-U-I-A Morgan Hill. Um, you can follow me on YouTube and 80s, 90s, and 2000s. I'm the host of the night, the official 90s Babies podcast going the forward. Host, yeah. Right? <laughs> the hey. host. The big one, not the little one. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me at LeeBoyTV, uh, at LeeBoyTV.com, LeonFryerson.com. Also, please go on to SplatCon.com. We're going to be throwing an, a Nickelodeon-themed fan convention. Uh, we want to hear who you guys want to see up there and follow um, also the SplatCon on Instagram. Just give us some feedback. And, um, yeah, we tapping in. Hopefully fall 2024 will be at the convention and y'all be up there rocking with us in person, including 80s, 90s, 2000 vibes. That's the goal, y'all. Y'all got to make it happen. The fans, come on. Come on out. Fingers crossed. Like you said, y'all can follow me at Real Matt Corbin on all platforms, but especially on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, we post daily. Very funny. Um, super controversial, but your mother loves it. And honestly, if your baby got a tablet, Put them on the YouTube, too, because they stay on there ignoring your phone calls anyway. Um, like I said, support the 80s, 90s, 2000s vibe brand, of course. And like Lee Boy said, it's Black Con is coming, you know, this fall, Southern California. Please let us know who you want to see there. We appreciate y'all. Of course, follow me on Instagram at Jamar Joseph Jermaine. As sensitive, don't follow me. Nobody got time for that shit. Follow us on Instagram at 80s, 90s, 2000s vibe. Same on TikTok, same on Threads. Subscribe to us on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, as always. But listen, when you listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, man. It helps us grow. That's important, man. Share. When we put polls up 
vote on the polls. You know what I'm saying? If y'all rock with us, y'all love us, we appreciate y'all. This is the Age Night Talking About the Podcast. I am Jamar. Lee Boy. Matt Corbin. And, and, Quay. Quay. Hey. and we and we out. Peace.